Hi guys, this is Larissa. And this is Samara. And you're listening to Absolutely, Absolutely Clueless. An honest but clueless guide to life in the form of a podcast. We'll be talking about all sorts of topics, from careers to relationships to situationships and more. Ultimately, we're just here to show you that none of us really know what we're doing. So just remember to take our advice with a pinch of salt. And with that being said, don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore absolutely clueless. And let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to season two. We're here today with episode two and we're going to talk about basically the aesthetic of our generation. Yeah. And just the kind of trends that we're seeing generally these days Mm -hmm. and how we feel about them. We're going to talk about cosmetic procedures as well. That kind of thing. Yeah. I think um, this is a nice sort of um, continuation from our last episode because, you know, we were talking about Love Island and I think Love Island kind of perpetuates a lot of the aesthetics of our generation. Yeah, definitely. I think it kind of ties in quite nicely and Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to talk about this. We have a lot of opinions. (laughs) Um, We'll be talking about our opinions on the aesthetics and also... Um, perhaps the kind of procedures that we would be happy to do ourselves, mm. the kind of procedures we could see ourselves doing. Yeah. yeah. So stay and, tuned. And the kind of ones that we would never do as well. Yes, yes. That's the important one. And yeah. the reasons why. Yeah. So stick around to listen to that. Yeah. So um, who wants to sort of go first? I think we're going to start by talking through the kinds of aesthetics that are quite popular within our generation. I'm sure yeah. we don't have to tell you much about Yeah, I'm sure everyone has already seen, for example, the clean girl look. The clean girl look. Let's talk about that. Yeah, because obviously that's a big thing that we're seeing on social media now, on mm-hmm. TikTok. It's like how, do, how to achieve the clean girl look. Mm-hmm. Um, how to have your hair sleeked back properly. Yeah. Uh, the eyebrows all perfectly brushed upwards. 100% no makeup makeup yeah glowing skin yeah. skin like glass yeah um yeah. and actually to achieve that natural look you need to have usually the girls that kind of I don't want to generalize but a lot of the girls that kind of nail that look um have maybe had a few tweaks yeah to help yeah. them go au natural mm-hmm um you know no makeup but they've had a bit of filler there and they've had a little bit of a you know so yeah. Is it that accessible to everyone? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's that accessible. And I think as well, a lot of the people that are doing the clean girl look are, for example, white girls with straight hair. (laughs) And that just doesn't apply to everyone that has textured hair. Exactly. Do you Um, know how much gel is in my hair right now? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know? Exactly. (laughs) I don't think you do. No, no. You don't want to know. No, no. You don't want to know. But you know, I feel like some of the girls that I've seen on TikTok that do the clean girl look, they don't wash their hair for like nine days. And they actually say uh, that... What, to get the oils? Yeah, they say the, the slicked back look is works actually better when they have more grease in their hair. Mm. Yeah, but see, I don't want to do that. I like to stay on top of clean, like washing my hair. Yeah. I mean, for black girls, our hair doesn't get oily, doesn't get greasy. You have to add oil to our hair it's quite naturally like the dirtier it gets the drier it gets Mm. and it's like quite like itchy and so when you add um you know gels a lot of the gels first of all that everyone goes on about they're water-based so that doesn't really help our hair because when you add in like a sudden burst of hydration to um afro hair 
it can almost strip it of natural moisture yeah and then it can actually cause it to get more dry so you need an oil-based product um and a lot of the gels aren't oil-based you have to kind of get out of your way to find those Mm. uh and then obviously you know if you've got naturally curly afro hair um the curls are not gonna lay like that like you Mm. will need some kind of super glue that girl that had the gorilla glue she knew what was up (laughs) she knew what she had to do yeah but (laughs) she couldn't get that glue out of her that's hair that's what I'm saying that's, that's the sacrifice she made the damage the, the hair damage yeah, and to be a clean girl yeah <laughs> um, but yeah I completely agree with you like it's not accessible yeah. in terms of the kind of demographic yeah Um, and then when we're talking about the kind of products the this level of product that you need um, to have that like natural looking glowy makeup mm-hmm. you're not gonna really find that in a super drug i know because i feel like even when i try to do like a clean girl makeup look Mm. where it's like quite natural just foundation maybe a little bit of uh concealer something like that Mm. i still feel like it looks cakey on my skin Mm. and then it's like well i'm never gonna reach that level of makeup standard yeah i mean when you watch like the makeup tutorials on tiktok it is like charlotte tilbury this tom ford that and you know i love my makeup i will spend the money but thankfully i've got it i've got the money from the job that i work Mm, every day mm -hmm. um to be able to buy things like that and that's my choice but some people um have way more responsibilities if they do you know work every day and they they just have to spread their money out um and that's just not a priority uh but then let's not pretend like aesthetics aren't a massive part of your self-esteem like that is important people try and brush over oh you don't need makeup like that's not important you don't need the hair products but it makes you feel good it really changes your mood when you don't feel like you can make yourself look the way you want to look i think so as well but then i think there's a lot of pressure because for example when we go to certain places like i'm the type of girl that doesn't wear a lot of makeup Mm. and i've never really been I feel like I've only just now started learning properly how to do my makeup and even then I'm still not willing to buy certain things like I'm still not willing to wear fake eyelashes just mainly because I can't be asked and it's not something that I think matters so much to me but then I, I, I'll end up going to places like for example China White yeah. where everyone is done up to the max everyone is super dressed up and then I can't help but feel underdressed because then it looks like I've not put in the right amount of effort in order to be at a place like that and um, to fit in with like the aesthetic that is going on with everyone else yeah so um, yeah yeah i feel like that's yeah it's, i guess it's different for me because i really enjoy makeup i just love doing different looks and like i'll put in i'll put like two to three hours aside of the day if i'm going out just to <laughs> do my makeup because i find it really fun to yeah. do new creations like i won't ever really repeat my makeup look if i'm going out yeah i'll just make something up that's really i think is really fun mm. um so i really enjoy that and that's kind of where my money goes when it comes to like you know my luxury items like the things that i don't need um but i can imagine yeah the kind of pressures that it can put on you when you go to places like china white especially um but again the kind of looks that i see a lot of girls and boys in those kind of places a lot of the time i don't like it mm, uh, yeah i think it's I too think, much i think it's too much as well sometimes yeah i think they don't look like themselves or they don't look like 
they look comfortable yeah they don't look comfortable um, and I think especially if some people are doing their makeup the same type of way mm. everyone kind of looks really similar I think people talk mm. about that a lot on social media like oh everyone's got the same face these days because everyone has the same eyebrows the same lips and same nose contours mm. everyone looks kind of similar so I, I don't know I don't know where I stand with makeup really <laughs> I think it's all about like I will I will follow the trends that suit my face. Yeah. I'm not gonna fluff my eyebrows up because my eyebrows are thick. I like that would look silly on me, yeah. and I, I just don't personally like it. I'm not gonna super overline my lips because I've got big lips. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna um, really harshly contour my nose because I don't really feel like that's an area that I need to do that my focus yeah. is my eyes. I've got big eyes. Like it's specific to me. Yeah. So I think that's the important um thing to realize obviously you can fat you can follow trends that you feel like are interesting and cool um but it needs to actually go with the aesthetic that you want to build around your personality i th- i think sometimes people yeah. kind of force themselves out of their comfort zone because they feel that they have to follow the uniform of everyone else and i don't really see the point in that no, that's so true i remember when um the eyebrow trend was happening with i don't mm. even know what it is is it the eyebrow wax that you brush up and then yeah 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 and I remember you saying like you don't like the look of that I really don't like it and yeah I yeah (laughs) I agreed as well like I would never want to do that with to my eyebrows but at the same time I can understand other people like they like it and they feel like Like they look look. good with it and then I think I guess like when you're scrolling through Instagram and stuff and you see some girls that they're really making it work Mm -hmm. and it goes with their whole aesthetic their vibe and I'm like cool you like that so it's good that you're doing it um Mm. and it's like adding to their personality their identity yeah but then to try and adopt that as well when you just don't like it it just doesn't yeah. make sense does it to follow no. that trend just because oh that's what everyone else is doing mm. in the clubs or yeah. yeah or I've followed some people and some of my friends have said this before where they've tried things like they've tried maybe you know the whole like flowy midi skirt look oh yeah yeah um <laughs> and they've just been like i'm trying but i just can't why are you trying that hard yeah, yeah if you don't like it what is the point i don't get it i don't i don't i honestly don't get it i think i know where it comes from though it's like you see girls on social media or on tiktok looking really good wearing those kind of flowy outfits you know with the crochet crop tops and then mm. the really long uh, rainbow colored like maxi skirts and they're flowing it's a bit of like a hippie look mm. uh, a little bit bohemian but at the same time some girls really pull it off and they look really good and then it's like you like that aesthetic so you want it on yourself but yeah. sometimes like you were saying before like it might not suit you um yes so trying to then ha- take that look and then you're not personalizing it to your body type to your hair type your skin type it can end up making you try to fit fit into a box that you don't fit into so 100% and I actually think we kind of spoke about this before the episode um certain things can be really harmful um it can actually kind of make you dislike yourself a little bit sometimes Mm. I think from my perspective as well there's always been trends on looks growing up I didn't really feel like you know I didn't have any really representatives on um English TV of, of girls that look like me um or at least girls that look like me that were pined after or that were adorned or adored yeah that, that wasn't you wouldn't see that the girl that was pined after was white usually blonde blue eyed mm-hmm. and so naturally I went straight hair mm. <laughs> opposite of me so naturally 
it makes me, it made me question whether like I could fit a, the the label of beauty and beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I think that that spills into these trends. Um, and I think it's really important. And my mum always used to tell me and still does, certain things just don't like she would go sweetheart some things just don't look good on you like but this does this is for your body type and this looks nice um and this is for your skin tone that looks nice like, i remember when i went through that phase of like wearing really pink blush and oh yeah <laughs> because it was the thing to like when really like i mean it's still blush is quite popular still but now they've got different ranges of blush they've got yeah. movie they've got deep they've got oranges mm-hmm. um and it's a bit more accessible but when you're seeing girls that don't look like you wearing certain colors, certain shapes, um, you wanna, you just wanna emulate that because that's what yeah, is being kind after on TV, on Instagram, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it actually can be quite harmful. Um, yeah. And I think as well, there's this new move of um, inclusivity mm-hmm. that I actually think in a way is kind of kind of toxic <laughs> yeah it's kind of toxic like the yeah. whole um wear what you want okay i get the incentive i get the, the thought process behind that wear what you want everything's for everyone don't don't dress for your body type like um your body type should be able to fit into whatever you want to f- it to fit into but from my perspective when i used to try and do that when i used to try and wear the things that the um smaller girls would wear because I've always been curvy I hit puberty very early I had boobs way earlier than everyone else and I hated it Mm -hmm. um and you know I got my period at 10 years old so Mm -hmm. I got the womanly curves very early and certain things I couldn't wear I couldn't really wear my summer dresses anymore when it came to summer in school and I that really upset me because I love my summer dresses and I couldn't wear certain like shaped dresses while my mum would make sure that I would have like a certain shape Mm. dress um and she would say just the other looks that the other girls wear it just wouldn't really flatter um your body type and you know if I did coax her into finally getting me that dress it would actually feel pretty shit yeah (laughs) because I would then be more inclined to compare and go okay you know Zoe's wearing that and it's the same dress as me why don't I look like that I know yeah exactly exactly and yeah. I, th- I think I'm experiencing this recently. Like I said to you before the episode, yeah. like we went to Urban Outfitters. I can never buy anything in that place because I do think that the kind of clothes that they make, they've got a certain type of girl in mind yeah. who they're designing for. Yeah. And so whenever I try on the trousers, um, <laughs> no, like, no, it's just no. no. It actually, I look, I'm there, and I'm like, these are such nice trousers, but when they're actually on my body. Like my ass has disappeared. <laughs> I literally <laughs> flat. Um, but they also just don't work right. Like the low rise jeans, they don't work right because I've got yes. more curve around like my hips. Like um, I'm not, it's not just like straight down. So it doesn't accentuate the areas that you want it yeah, to. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It kind of accentuates all the areas that you don't want it to. Yeah, like it exposes the love handles. Yeah. Um, or, it, or it can make them look more than what they are more prominent yeah yeah and i think you know all of these things are natural like we don't give a shit that we yeah. have love handles we don't care that we've got like exactly maybe a little muffin top and that's fine but we're trying to work with what we have yeah that's yeah. the point exactly like i'm not insecure about it yeah. i like my body the way it is mm-hmm. but 
if I'm wearing certain clothes that don't look flattering, then that isn't going to make me feel good. So I'd rather just stick yeah. to like high-waisted jeans, mm-hmm. um, like tight bodycon skirts, like tight trousers. Yeah. Because otherwise I feel like, you know, I'm not going to f- be 100% confident. Exactly same. And I think, you know, if I was to go out in low-rise jeans and some of my jeans try to be low-rise and I just, I don't know why they're trying to do that to me. Because <laughs> it won't look good on me. I will yeah. not, I don't have an ironboard belly. I just don't. And, you know, maybe I never will. Like my mum said that she, no matter how small she was, she always had a uh, muffin top. Kind of comes with the territory of having PCOS as well. Like you have that little muffin top. And, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I just know that that, you know, it's just not gonna look good on me. And I don't kind yeah. of, I'm okay with staying away from it because it's not like ruining my life. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like I said to you again, we had a few conversations <laughs> before the episode, okay. Yeah. Um, and there's this, uh, there's this account, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what her name is. I don't know exactly the name of the influencer. Um, I'm sure some people would have seen her before. She's on Instagram. Um, she's a curvy, <laughs> she's a curvier girl. Um, as in kind of similar, figure maybe to you okay um and you know she's got very prominent hips really nice figure like you know super like body confident um but she is kind of known for pushing the narrative on low-rise jeans mm-hmm. like on curvy girls she that's what she, her like um priority is i guess uh that's her brand so she does all these videos of you know where it starts with her in high-waisted jeans and she's like look at me and then she switches to low-rise jeans and she's like do you get it now like look how good this looks and all the comments are basically like no we think the high-rise <laughs> jeans are better um and you know i get that she's trying to maybe make people feel a bit more confident in the low-rise jean trend being like you know it's, it's for everyone but maybe it's not and that's not that bad if it's yeah, not yeah yeah because exactly. i would feel if i went out and that part of my belly was exposed i've never been out with that part of my belly exposed i wouldn't i just wouldn't feel comfortable i just mm-hmm. it would be on my mind i'd probably be sucking in like i wouldn't be able to breathe yeah um and i'd just be so conscious that people are maybe clocking on that it doesn't look good if yeah. i look in the mirror i don't like it but i'm like you know what? just push yourself like this is for everyone, this look is for everyone. Yeah. I'm going out, people are looking, I'm like, oh my God, can they see it? No, 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 this look is for everyone. Like, yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's not for, it's, you don't have to like um, it. Yeah, exactly. But I do think that pages like that, the reason why beauty trends end up happening in a way is like, maybe if we see something of the same thing more and more, we'll end up like mm. liking it just because we, we're seeing it so much. Like the yeah. same thing with the eyebrows. The more you see everyone doing the fluffed up eyebrows, all of a sudden, skinny eyebrows are in the past and now yeah. we all want to do the fluffy eyebrows. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's happening with the low-rise jeans and mm-hmm. the, the comeback of the Y2K fashion. Yes, it's 100. Like, the more you see it on modern, uh, not like modern people, but like, it, you know, it's not just like people from like 10 years ago or 20 years ago in pictures. It's actually people that you're seeing on a day-to-day basis. And you're like, oh, mm. actually it's adapted in a kind of modern way that I think actually looks really good. And maybe yeah. that girl who's making the TikToks about the low-rise jeans, maybe she really likes the way she looks in those trousers. And I think that's absolutely fine. And yeah. more power to her. But like, yeah, there's no point trying to push 
an aesthetic on the public <laughs> yeah <laughs> when it's not really gonna work for everyone yeah and not it's and i'm not saying it's not gonna work for them because it's not gonna look good on them i'm saying it might not work for them because it might not feel good on them that's the important thing i think it's how you feel the thing that you that you're wearing and it isn't it's a massive part of it's a massive part of just your mental health like the things yeah. that you wear actually can really i don't know it might just be from my perspective but um i really do feel different when i'm dressed in clothes that i feel like i look good in and it's comfortable and it fits nicely and yeah yeah it just really changes my mood no so, i think so yeah I, yeah I can agree with that i think most people like it, taking pride in your appearance definitely will boost your confidence mm -hmm. <laughs> but i think the transition where things get a bit like touchy is when we start talking about these trends but that are coming into maybe beauty standards that maybe are a bit more permanent than you know <laughs> yeah the low-rise jeans look the fluffy eyebrows look okay you wash that off when you get home you take yeah. the jeans off when you get home and if another trend comes around you just buy that trend cool if that's what you want to do yeah but the trend with certain facial features yeah we have to talk about it yeah <laughs> i think we have actually mentioned it before on like an earlier episode about how cosmetic procedures are actually like crazy accessible now it really yeah. surprises me how normal people are getting um lip injections they're getting cheek fillers jaw reconstruction whatever nose jobs veneers as well i think that veneers is a big thing in veneers our is a really big thing yeah because what's scary about veneers is the amount of young people getting veneers i think it's the lack of a um it's the lack of information on it because people yeah. don't realize that they could just get bonding if they wanted that kind of look and they wouldn't have to shave their teeth down yeah um but then you'd probably want to get bonding maybe in england and it's a lot more expensive why don't you just go to turkey where it's cheaper and they just shave your yeah, teeth down? yeah a lot of people do that don't and they? It's, it's like thinking about the here and now rather than thinking about how this could actually impact yeah um your your dental health in the future no definitely yeah yeah it's yeah. it's scary to think that a lot of people don't have their real teeth anymore because they were shaved down yeah and you know i always think about i saw this tiktok um and i think the 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 woman must have been like a dental uh, nurse or something and she was mm. she basically gives her commentary on like different people's veneers and what she thinks of them like were they done like was it a good job or not and she talked about this one guy who went on Love Island and she could see just from like a picture of him that he was causing a lot of irritation on his gums and he probably had an infection. Oh my God. And she was explaining that what she thinks happened is that he found out he was going on Love Island. Oh I think my this God. was American Love Island. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, so he quickly went and got veneer is done so that he would be ready in time for love island you Love know, island the cameras ready. yeah yeah ready to be exposed to oh the public blah, blah. but because the procedure was was rushed or he didn't just poor quality yeah didn't do his research yeah he didn't do his research oh dear. just tried to get it as cheaply and as quick quickly as possible mm -hmm. and in the end he's got a gum infection now and that can be really damaging because how is that going to get fixed now you paid for a gum infection yeah a lot of money yeah as well. yeah I, I also saw something recently about katie price do you remember katie price yeah yeah i think she's quite a big name in england um mm -hmm. and she apparently spent a crazy amount of money on 
dental procedures and she really? says like that's one of the worst things she ever did like was getting veneers because remember there was a viral photo of her smiling with her teeth like shaved down oh do you ever see that, that? It's, a, it's quite scary but <laughs> i can imagine but, i've seen yeah. pictures of other people with their shaved down teeth and it is yeah, scary yeah 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 i'm like oh my god like I don't think people realise that they're probably like, oh, it, that's just temporary. Like, obviously, they're going to put the veneers on. But it's like, if your cap comes off, that's what you're stuck with yeah. until you can get an appointment again. <laughs> so. But it's so expensive as well. Like, okay, you have the money to spend on it now. Mm. What about a few years down the line? Yeah, the maintenance. And mm. what if you can't afford the, you can't, the maintenance of it later down the line? Yeah. What are you going to do? I think... Another thing that's important for us to mention is we both had braces, so yeah. we both went through trauma. Oh god, <laughs> Get, getting the teeth that we have now, and I think I mean, I, mean, I had it worse. I had it worse because you only had braces. I had to have a tooth pulled out, then I had to have a retainer for ages, and then gear. I had to have headgear for like a year. Yeah, from like five p.m. at night. Until like you, were, like you used to like come to mine after school or something and you'd be like okay i've got to go yeah because i need to go home and put my <laughs> and i remember i went to um i went to a summer school in france this was like when was it like 2014 or something mm. i had to bring my headgear so in the dormitory everyone saw me wearing the headgear but you know no one was like bullying me no. because everyone understood like that that's just what happened yeah i'm a teenager like leave me yeah. alone uh, this is another thing that's sad though because i don't know if you'd get the same treatment today mm, really i don't think i don't know i, I, don't I can't know. say yeah. but obviously a lot of these teens are seeing what we're seeing we're adults so we have a bit more of an analytical sort of a different approach like we can kind of analyze it and be like mm, is that for me i don't know yeah. we can assess the situation and make our own minds up yeah. but as a teenager i think you know obviously not trying to generalize but i've been a teenager you've been a teenager you know what yeah. it's like when there's trends in school you feel it um yeah and i do see a lot of the trends from love island from social media from influencers yeah coming into high school so i wonder if veneers are part of that probably um i think because the information on it is a lot more accessible as well i used to yeah rack my brain trying to figure out how all the kardashians had such nice teeth i just was like yeah maybe they've just all had braces and but no no veneers like (laughs) we know that now or bonding whatever yeah now what if someone had had gear and all of like embraces and stuff because of the the expectations on dental aesthetics would Mm -hmm. it be would it be worse no it is that's a really interesting point because i see teenagers all the time on the tram Mm. um like just going to high school in the morning yeah and i a lot of them are wearing a lot of makeup and i know that we wore makeup when we were in school but at that time i don't think makeup tutorials were as like widely um Mm. seen as much as it is now because on tiktok people do makeup tutorials yeah um and of course yeah people talk about their cosmetic procedures as well and so i think that might spark a desire in like a lot of young people to end up wanting cosmetic procedures like if we were to ask ourselves when we were 14 Mm. did we do we feel comfortable with cosmetic surgery a lot of us i think would probably say no but if we asked the teenagers of today if they would feel comfortable with it they'd probably be like yeah my auntie just got uh, lip fillers and that was fine and it looks good and i don't like my lips so that's exactly what i'm gonna do as soon as i have the money for it yeah so it can be damaging the thing is as well though 
because you know we have friends that um have had filler and you know each their own and we will get into uh the kind of procedures that maybe we would get in the future or tomorrow (laughs) um but i think it's one thing when an adult makes the decision you know you've sat on it for a while you sat through your teens and you still feel the same way so hopefully it's coming from a place of you know acknowledging your own insecurity that maybe you've had for a while and acting on that to make yourself feel a bit bit more comfortable yeah like the fact that my braces procedure wasn't um medical at all it was completely cosmetic and i have absolutely no regrets for that i'm so happy that i have that so how (laughs) (laughs) so it's the cocktails (laughs) so who am i to judge someone else for wanting to change something that will make them feel better yeah but that's an adult decision to make because it's um it's a slippery slope obviously phil is not permanent but once you've done it once it's kind of hard to it's like getting your nails done yeah i think it does become addictive i was just watching a video of this girl who said the first time she got a cosmetic procedure, I think, was lip, in- lip fillers when she was 16. Mm. And it didn't stop there. And it's still not stopping today. And it's scary that, like, she's, like, 20 years old and she's already having preventative Botox. I've heard about preventative Botox. Yeah, yeah. From some friends of mine who mm. have said that you're supposed to get a start at 25. Mm. Um, I've not done my God. research yet, but... You're supposed to. It's like, why is that a rule? Yeah. I really don't like that because that does put pressure. And yeah. it's like... Well, it if I feel just... like I needed to, like, do, like, catch yeah. up. Like, yeah. get with the program. You're not, yeah. you're not tuned yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, or it can make you feel like um, you, you're just... You're lazy. You're not putting in effort if you're not doing all of these things mm. and that you're not going to be good enough by the time you're 30 and all your other peers are looking, you know, with like glass not skin. Day over 25. Yeah, yeah. It really puts a lot of pressure. Like you can't just live your life and age like a normal person. It also makes you feel like it, it's kind of um, pouring into that narrative that women's best years are in their 20s and once you hit yeah. 30 it's downhill from there yeah so try that. and preserve the way you look at 25 as much as you possibly mm-hmm. can i'm not being funny i say this all the time yeah. whenever i start to freak out about getting older i'm like i understand that kim kardashian's had procedures but she's over 40 years old she's like 42 or something yeah if she is 42 i saw my mum at 42 she looked great yeah. i am not going to worry if i look after myself and maybe I will have some procedures on the way if I choose to, but I'm not gonna do stuff now in the fear that I'm not gonna look the way I want exactly, to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I just think, what what do you think is gonna happen? You're gonna like, in it, like cripple down and, and, and crumple exactly. into, into dust the um, day turn 30. In it, and where <laughs> does it end? Because if, okay, if we go by the narrative that, yeah, your 20s are your prime years, mm. that's when you look your best, you feel your best, your skin is the most elastic that it'll ever be. Well, if it's only going to get downhill, go downhill from here, but you're already insecure about yourself and you already don't think that you're beautiful enough or that, you know, you know you're not happy with all of these things, everything needs changing. Well, when you start to get more wrinkles, because you inevitably will, like none of mm. us can actually fight the aging process. Yeah, it's not on the face or appear on the neck yeah. or the hands, you know. Are you just going to keep going? And th- like all the money, like the, the influencer that I'm thinking of, she spent £30,000 on cosmetic procedures. And that's mm. over the space, uh, the space of like four or five years, because she started when she was 16. Now she's like 21, 22. Mm. And I just think it's, 
I think when you're so hyper aware of your appearance, you stop living life a little bit because you're trying to hold on so much to your youth and to your looks. And you're tying so much value to your appearance that you're just not mm. living your life. You're not allowing yourself the freedom of aging. Yeah. And I definitely don't want to be the type of person that is, you know, like I get to 50 and then I'm picking apart everything that doesn't look good to me in the mirror. Like, no, I want to be able to look in the mirror and be like, I've aged, I've got gray hair, my skin's a bit saggy, but you know mm. what? I still have a lot of confidence and a lot of self-esteem. Yeah. I think it is easier said than done it is easier said than done but i feel like you can build that kind of but you build your self-esteem you don't just um look at yourself and see that you're pretty and then decide that you've got self-esteem because even the prettiest girls um can have self-esteem issues so i think it's more about like building that strong mentality yeah yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know if it's how doable it is i completely agree with the, the sentiment like yeah. i think 100 percent everyone should embrace themselves because at the end of the day you're stuck with yourself for the rest of your life yeah it's non-negotiable um but will i be aging gracefully i don't think so <laughs> i'm not gonna accept the grays i don't think because i really enjoy you know having braids and doing different colors and i don't want yeah. that to stop just because i'm getting older so there are certain things that people will probably think i don't want that to stop just because i'm getting older i don't want that to stop just because you know yeah like they maybe it might be a case of someone's looking around going you know love my skin i love how i look right now yeah i want to preserve that as much as possible because they're scared of change and a lot of us that are in our 20s haven't really been through the kind of change that we're not happy about yet a lot of the changes that have happened to us generally speaking we've been pretty happy with we're like (laughs) oh finally we're older oh finally got boobs yeah oh finally i've got the curves i've like you know you're like you're accepting and embracing the changes because you're like yeah i look i look like a woman more lady like (laughs) more womanly yeah yeah or like guys are like oh yeah I've, i've like grown out of my um like my boyhood now like a a grown man I'm like, yeah you know what I mean? yeah so there's a little bit more to embrace with change in yeah. our and you know speaking to my mum who um I think she's going through changes now where it is a little bit scary because women go through menopause it's not a very nice change it's scary and then that can impact how it makes you feel about yourself your body um it's harder to lose weight because hormonally it's it's just it it sometimes just won't budge Mm -hmm. um and that can make you feel shit so i guess we'll see when we get there yeah we'll see when we get there i definitely want to try and not be hyper aware of those little yeah. things or yeah like if i notice them still be kind to myself because i feel like a mm. lot of people get into a pattern um where they'll just criticize themselves mm-hmm. consistently and then never kind to themselves they can never say a nice thing about themselves so yeah no i completely get what you're saying yeah um and i think it is about like um i guess n- trying not to be scared of what's inevitable and mm. what happens to everyone. I think yeah. is the main thing, isn't it? Because yeah. um, I guess what's happening in our generation is people are making up the worst horror stories in their heads about what could happen to their skin, what could happen to their teeth, what could happen to their- Yeah, exactly. You know, everything, their mobility, they're just thinking the worst. So they're doing as much as they possibly can. 
um, you know, taking collagen, even yeah. though we naturally Retinol. produce quite a bit of collagen at our age. Yeah, yeah. It's not really necessary for us to take it right now. Yeah. As far as I've read. Yeah. All the sun cream as well. Fa- sun factor cream. 50 on the face every day. I do that. I, I, do, I do that as well. Because <laughs> I do not want the sun to... See, it's... You know, we can... We can't escape it, We're can part we? of it. We know we are. We yeah. know we are. But we, we're not unaware. Yeah. We can see what's happening. We can see what we're doing to ourselves. I know. <laughs> you know what? Think of it as we're taking the advice of our elders. <laughs> I have yeah. been told many times, like, you need to put sun cream, especially as a white person. Like, if you go in the sun a lot, mm. you should have fa- factor 50 on your face. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can sometimes hurt the whole, like being t- as tanned as possible that's it i know yeah i know because i really love a good tan i want to be out in the sun every day but it can be harmful though can't it well yeah yeah of course i think a lot of people do get skin cancers and skin and oiling problems. up their bodies to attract as much I sunlight think, as yeah, possible yeah that is a bit mad i mean i used to do that as well when i was like 14 mm. which is quite young actually but yeah. i did do that and then like i burnt really badly because obviously you're being cooked in the sun if you put oil and then you go out and it's hot yeah and you're just sitting in the sun eight hours a day because that's what my holidays used to be like when i was younger i literally just wanted to get tanned mm. whereas now i'm like you know what i just want to do a lot of things whilst i'm abroad enjoy Explore. yeah enjoy the beach enjoy the city culture. the culture the food mm-hmm. and if i'm out and about and i end up catching a tan then great but i'm yeah but i'm not gonna go and sit on a sunbed all day. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Having a tan in our high school was a massive thing. And I remember people yeah. like looking at, like when summer came and we all started to wear our shorter skirts and like yeah. get our legs out. Um, and being in the, the girl changing room was very interesting. Like looking back, the comments um, towards me and like other black or mixed race girls and um, or Asian girls and it was like oh your legs are so nice like you're so lucky yeah that you don't have to worry about like tanning or being too pale and people would get bullied for being too pale I know people then, were getting bullied they would get I know and I think pale skin is actually very nice especially if like you know i think your natural skin just works with you Mm -hmm. because it'll work with your eye color your hair color exactly and i just think like you you can make it work really well but i yeah i understand and people were getting bullied as well for then um using fake tan yeah so you can't fucking win because if you're pale you're gonna get bullied if you use fake tan you're gonna get bullied and I think as well, bless the girls that wore fake tan. It was a lot of them because you're getting bullied. Like you don't want to be the one yeah. that sticks out, but you're, you're warm. You don't want to wear tight. You don't want to wear trousers. It's hot. You, yeah. You're going to stick out either way because everyone's got their legs out anyway. So you've got to pick a lane. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is worse? Yeah. Um, and then when they would wear fake tan, bless them. They're, they're kids. They're, they're trying to do what older women do for a night out. Mm at 14 yeah and it's not gonna look good obviously because they're learning how to do it and so the execution wasn't great which would then bring more attention to the thing they were trying to cover up in the first place i know it's a hard cycle it's a hard cycle but yeah people still do fake tans now like for a night out which um yeah i I get it as again it's like you want to look your best but also it's just so much effort isn't it like you literally are painting your body for your whole body for the night yeah but i have some friends that wouldn't go out without tanning absolutely no yeah, way that are they going yeah. out without tanning 
Um, again, it's a kind of insecurity that I'm not very going to be familiar with, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's intriguing to me that that whole, just that thing alone would stop would stop any plans that they have. <laughs> yeah. Non-negotiable, it's not happening. Um, that just shows how much sort of confidence they tie to their skin tone. And is that replicated in social media? Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say that kind of ties in in a way with um, people that use skin whitening products. Mm. So obviously I've been to Asia in the Philippines. They literally still have um, like big posters everywhere about like lightening your skin. And I think a lot of people do still use light lightening products. Mm. Um, It's just, again, like the insecurities that society instills in people and then Mm. the attempt to try and get to that level that makes you feel confident i mean it's a bit sad it's it's also super commercial like these are all things that are going to make us spend more money yeah none of these insecurities that are being pushed in society can be fixed for free so that's convenient isn't it like if you want to fit the mold then you're gonna have to buy this and you're gonna probably have to buy that oh yeah it's an endless cycle yeah for every insecurity there is a product that is claiming to fix the insecurity with a big price tag Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's and yeah it's like when you're an adult you've at least had some time to develop some kind of critical thinking Mm. and make more informed decisions with better research. But when you're a teenager, you're more vulnerable. Um, You you don't know where to go for certain things. Like, yeah, all you know is that you feel this way and you want to try and change it. Yeah, and you will click the first thing that comes up on Google that claims that they have the answer. And then you get an allergic reaction. (laughs) Uh-huh. well so we've talked a lot there about different things then so so what cosmetic procedures <laughs> would you actually get then do you have a list do you know i know exactly what i would get done if i had to get something done yeah um this is like a if we absolutely had to um and for honest, mine mine i probably would i think okay um so i have a chip in my tooth at the bottom mm. that i've always just been aware of so i'd get like that bonded um oh my god the way that it happened was so fucking dumb oh shit what happened um so (laughs) i used to have a galley kitchen so literally both both of the um kitchen sides were arm's length away as an adult you know Uh, you can reach it with both arms as an adult that's key to the story (laughs) so i was a child my brother used to do this thing where he would hold on to both sides lift himself up and swing his legs like a little gymnast yeah look really fun see where this wanted to try it yeah so i sometimes i was doing quite well for myself i hoisted myself up (laughs) i've made it (laughs) i'm up there sick <laughs> start swinging oh my god i've got a bit of momentum oh, and no. i'm really getting into the swing of things. <laughs> i'm really getting into the swing of things I could literally imagine this. and boom my head bounces off the tile oh. um i think oh, my mouth was open <laughs> <laughs> why was my mouth open? i don't know as i felt maybe it's the screaming it was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i think i was screaming I went, ah! <laughs> 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 and then it landed and 
thankfully there's only one tooth my mum said that I, I left my head there for a while oh. before I looked up apparently I was trying to be dramatic no I was just scared yeah um <laughs> but I lift and she was like oh my gosh when this ki- child puts her head up because everyone's in the kitchen no one thought to tell me to get down yeah um and my mum was like when this child lifts her head up her teeth can be mashed up like they're going to be mashed up like the way that I landed head yeah. first it was like uh it was like I dove into the tiles. Oh dear. And I lifted my head up slowly and went ah! <laughs> like crying. Um my teeth were all there. Yeah. And I was like, I think a bit of the tile is on my tooth. Okay. Like, I think some of the cement has just like placed itself on my tooth. And I went in the mirror and I was like, Oh, it's not the tile, it's my tooth that's chipped off and now it just feels rough. Right, yeah. So that's where that came from. I mm-hmm. think since having, I had a gap in my teeth at the time. So yeah. since having closed the gap, it looks more prominent because it's not a straight line. It kind of goes, it kind of goes like straight up. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it makes the chip a bit more prominent. Um, and I would feel a lot more confident in my smile. And I think because I've had um, my braces in that procedure did make a massive difference with the confidence that I had talking to new people, smiling, laughing. I would always cover my mouth when I met new people. Yeah. And really big up the fact that, oh, when people first meet me, like they're they're seeing me and my mouth is closed. What are they going to think when I open my mouth? Yeah, no, so true. Mm. Definitely so true. Because yeah. like, I had a I had a gap as well because they took the tooth out oh, for yeah. ages, for like about a year or two. I just had a gap in my teeth and I was like, ugh. So in, in pictures, I just wouldn't smile with my teeth. Mm. Um, so if you see pictures of me from back in like 2012, 13, I'm just there with like the closed lip, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, closed lip smile. Yeah, <laughs> and then my... as soon as the braces came off, like the teeth were shining. Literally, in every single picture, smiling from ear to, to ear. This day. Open mouth smiles all <laughs> yes, the way. Yes. Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think having gone through that and knowing how much of a positive impact it had on my confidence, um, I would definitely get that done. Um, yeah. and then I would also get a boob lift later on in life. Ooh. So I've already got, I've had big boobs from being yeah. really young, like yeah. year seven. When I say big, like, like it brought attention that I didn't want in school. Yeah. Made me feel really insecure. Um, which is funny because I think a lot of people used to think that I was super confident because I had big boobs. It was literally the opposite. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I was, I'm still flat chested, but I was always flat chested in high school. And then I used to want to have big boobs. Yeah. And then I'd look at you and like some other <laughs> friends and I'd be like, ah, <laughs> when will my time come? And I was convinced in my head, I was like, as soon as I turn 16, I'm going to have boobs. The day did not keep my friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm like, oh yeah, uh-huh. it's been the, the deadline passed like I need seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I I always felt super um, conscious that my moves were a little bit bigger on the bigger side, um, and I think I know what happens to boobs as you age. Um, they do sort of start to sag a little bit. They lose a bit of. Um, that lift that they naturally have, especially once you have kids and I definitely want to have children. Um, so yeah, I would happily have a boob lift. Yeah. Yeah, I'd happily <laughs> have a boob lift if uh, I wasn't happy with how yeah. my boobs sat anymore because it is a massive part of your body. And if yeah. you feel like that, I mean, 
the way my boobs sit as it is, is the, I don't I I don't really tend to go out. I can't really go out without a bra. It it just wouldn't work. It would be very mm-hmm. uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Um. But if they were to sag any more than this, which is probably what's going to happen, because mm-hmm. gravity just takes ooh, gravity just takes over. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I wouldn't mind having that to prevent it. Oh yeah, and then one more thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I I've, I've always considered having tear trough filler, but What's I don't that? know. So it's filler like under your eye. Okay. Um, so it literally just basically, it's like a natural concealer. Right. So it kind of puffs out this, so it doesn't look like you've got bags. Yeah. But it's kind of scary having a needle in your eye, isn't it? Yeah, because um, can't you like go blind or something? I know from like... I don't think so. Really? I think the risk is very low. It's not in your eye, it's there. I know, but what if like someone does a shabby job? <laughs> this is another thing why the, there's an issue with young people getting these things done because why are you going? Who are you going to? Yeah. Are you making sure that it's a qualified um, beautician or nurse or someone yeah. that's certified to do the job? I know that I would go to a doctor. I wouldn't go to anyone else that... I would. I just wouldn't go to... I would only go to a nurse or a doctor um, who has had to have medical training yeah, not just on some, how to handle a needle. Not just like... Because um, some people can these days just get trained yeah. in certain beauty procedures beauty without training. having any um, medical history. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I guess like all they need to learn how to do is the actual procedure. They don't yeah. really need to learn everything that it takes to be a doctor or to be a nurse. Yeah, it's true. And not to say that, that every single person who is a beautician and not medically trained is going to do a shabby job. That's not the case at all. There's plenty of beauticians that are really, really immaculate with how they do their procedure yeah. and take it very seriously. Um, and we'll give you the right aftercare. We'll give you the right advice. Um but there are some beauticians that are just trying to add another thing to their list of services. Yeah. And they will try and get the certificate as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they're qualified to do lip filler, to do cheek filler, to do trough filler. And it can be damaging. And there's plenty of people that have had botched procedures. De- well, definitely. Even celebrities, like, yeah. have had, like, some very terrible experiences with mm-hmm. certain doctors. Um, and you know what's crazy as well? It's like the amount of people getting BBLs and not realizing mm. the amount of aftercare that they need and the amount of recovery time. Cause I saw a video of like a lot of people on the flight back from like Turkey or wherever it was that they went to cheap, to get a cheap BBL and they couldn't oh. sit properly on the airport, uh, sorry, on the airplane seats. What? Yeah, because they, they should have booked like another week to be in like um, in like a hospital to have that recovery time but again that's the kind of aftercare that should be given to them though because you're not really no Mm. one's expecting you to know exactly what you're supposed to do and what you will need after after a surgery that's what the doctor's supposed to tell you that's what the surgeon's supposed to tell you so yeah if i ever get some some kind of surgery i'm going to wormslow and i will pay what i need to pay (laughs) i don't care yeah my body is worth a couple thousand exactly yeah, that's fine yeah. 10 grand 20 grand i mean this won't be happening anytime soon because <laughs> like <laughs> who's gonna pay for that <laughs> <laughs> once we get that sponsorship <laughs> um if i the sponsorship please <laughs> um if i ever you know make that money mm-hmm. um then i will happily go to Wormslow, go to the actual doctors because my body is to me it's not worth 
trying to find cheap routes around. It's yeah, just not. It's too risky, way too no, risky. I care too much about my health. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and I do think that that is a massive um, flaw with going on the cheap route, going to Turkey, because mm-hmm. you are gonna be at risk. They, they want you in and out. So yeah. they might not care about your aftercare, to be honest, you've given them the money now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Especially from you're from a different country, like mm. you're not their problem, right. really. <laughs> yeah, have a nice flight. <laughs> oh, is it gonna hurt? That flight's gonna hurt, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. No. Well, you're gone now. <laughs> Never see you again. Yeah. So I don't know what procedure I'd get done, um, I, but I guess as what well, kind of similar to you is like I'm still a bit insecure about my teeth. Oh. Um, well, I have dreams sometimes, nightmares that they my teeth reverted back. <laughs> I have dr- I have I nightmares, have nightmares like that. that all the time because I remember how insecure I was with like I had crooked teeth crooked teeth as well so like I had a gap crooked teeth you know just the whole the whole shebang like I just was not liking <laughs> they're them. all in that mix yeah that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly so sometimes I have dreams that like oh also I still wear my like plastic retainer because mm. I'm like paranoid about them moving back to what they used to be because i know a lot of people have stopped wearing their retainers i'm scared to do that yeah and then all those years wearing the braces have kind of just reversed mm. so i definitely don't want that done and i do still think sometimes my teeth have moved even with the retainer same i need so, to get, i need to buy some new ones i need to buy some like invisalines or something yeah yeah so i i think maybe um if it did get to a point where i was quite like conscious about like some of my teeth like moving then i'd want them to be put perfectly straight to be honest mm. but not so i wouldn't get veneers though no i'm scared of veneers yeah i think a lot of them look too big as well they look really big and quite fake well, it depends don't look very on where you're getting them from because yeah. veneers shouldn't look like veneers yeah if you get a good if you get good quality veneers they should just look like nice teeth yeah so it is where you get them done and also yeah. what you ask for certain places where even do what certain people ask for because they're like i'm not doing that that looks awful and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna have my name on that yeah i'm not gonna make them look platinum white i'm not gonna make them look that big yeah i just won't have mm-hmm. my name tied to that yeah so which is good yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's good that some some of these places they want to maintain like a certain level of like integrity yeah and a standard to their yeah. work yeah, yeah, their yeah. Careers. so yeah they don't want an influencer walking around going look at my procedure that I just had done, it was at so-and-so's dental practice. I'm like, oh my God, I said my name. Mm, yeah. Like, they tied me to that shoddy work. Yeah. Like, I thought that was, like, gonna be yeah. kept a secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I think bonding is a good... Um, Alternative. Yeah, yeah. because it's, you still got your natural teeth in the need. I think that's what Molly May had done, and that that's why she could take them off and have her natural teeth out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that and, and a nice procedure that's reversible is good. Because mm-hmm. I think even with lip fillers... You can get them dissolved, but then do they go back to how they were originally? Maybe not because no. But a lot of people way... like that though, don't they? Yeah, because they're a bit more stretched out. They're smaller, yeah. but they're stretched out. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's something I wouldn't get as well. Like, um, I wouldn't get lip fillers, even though I know my lips are not like super plump. That I I do think my lips are quite thin, but I would I still like the shape of my lips, so I wouldn't want to get lip fillers to match the beauty standard mm. um yeah mm. another cosmetics procedure i wouldn't get is um like a boob job 
because I know when I was younger I was quite insecure about not having boobs but mm. then actually getting older I'm like I don't need to wear bras like <laughs> I don't need to I actually find like even sports bras uncomfortable and I quite really? like the freedom of being able to run and just wear like a loose fitting top yeah and that could never happen yeah too. yeah so I don't want to give that up just to, <laughs> just for like a pair of nice boobs like <laughs> Um, I don't know what I wouldn't ever get done. I don't think, I, obviously, I wouldn't get a boob job. What about a BBL? No. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, some of those things are just unnecessary. Like, <laughs> Well, I think, though, we have both, we both have quite big bums. <laughs> we do so, so ourselves. I'm just going to say that. It is, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I'm just going to say it. We're all friends here. Season yeah, it's like two. Season, season two. two. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we both have quite similar, like, thighs like, yeah we work yeah. a lot on our legs and yeah. like yeah I've, I've always i kind of naturally as well yeah we both naturally have quite heavier lower bodies yeah no it's true um so there's no i again it's not really fair for me to comment on because i don't know what it's like to feel self-conscious about that yeah 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 especially when today's beauty standard with like kim kardashian and just you know everybody getting bbl in like the mainstream culture and then if you don't have that look maybe that's why the y2k fashion is really coming in now it's like the girls who don't have like that bbl looking aesthetic maybe it's their time to shine now they're like oh this is a trend that i can actually get with because it fits my body type more it represents my body type more well people were saying that it was like heroin chic coming back which people obviously it's a very controversial title and way of putting it um but you know back in 90s and early 2000s obviously that's why it's called y2k yeah um that's when that look was super popular it was really popular to be as slim as possible everything um was catered towards a very slim body um and you didn't want a big bum you didn't really want muscles you didn't want anything apart from a flat stomach you wanted Mm -hmm. to be as narrow as possible, as petite as possible. Yeah. And that was the trend of the the body that was, I guess, being sought after. Yeah. Look at Paris Hilton when mm. she was younger. Yeah. That was the ideal 10 out of 10. Everyone wanted that body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kim Kardashian came along um, and people started to want to be a bit more voluptuous. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that was actually great for me. I know. I was I like, felt, yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> Just in the nick of time. Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah, in literally. In our, like, um, in our teens. What do you call it? Our development years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, finally. Like, I don't feel. Because I always used to feel big in junior school. I used to feel just I know. Big. Yeah, well, in junior school, I was insecure about having like big thighs. And Same. Yeah. When yeah. I would sit, I'd sit down and look at my thighs being squished and be like, oh my God, they're so big. I yeah, remember actually yeah. one of the girls, I think it was like year five or something, when we were all sat like um, on our knees on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them went, oh, Samara, look how fat my thighs go when I go like this. And she squished them up. And they were literally half the size of mine. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god like yeah. it just made me feel so insecure like extra yeah. insecure about my thighs yeah. um and i remember i was speaking to my mom about it and she was like you've got runner's legs so the best kind of like you don't want you don't want skinny little chicken legs <laughs> i was like yeah i don't um but obviously he's trying to cheer me up yeah but if you do have skinny chicken legs there's not a, nothing wrong with that either <laughs> don't feel bad don't feel bad you don't have skinny chicken legs 
tell people got chicken legs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have skinny chicken legs. Don't worry about it. We all have those chicken leg days. You know what I mean? Don't you worry. Yeah, no, I used to get bullied for my calves because if you've if you've seen like me in person, like you'll have seen that my calves are quite hinged like it's been quite it's been a joke with some of the people that have been in relationships with us i didn't get that and well it's not like a it's not like a yeah it's not a bad thing these days but when i was younger like 12 13 i definitely got bullied for it like i'd walk i'd walk around in school and then some guy would just be like oh you've got horse legs you've got horse legs you've got man legs okay there's two things there (laughs) two things horses have skinny ass legs number one so get your get facts your right, facts right. Get your you don't facts right. you don't know what dumb. a horse looks like know who you are horse legs i actually remember stupid. who said that as well stupid i know what you look like now <laughs> life hasn't been kind to you has no. it Kiyama. 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 Um, <laughs> Horse legs, so factually incorrect, aren't you? <laughs> Second of all, of course it's a guy that it came from. Of course it's a mm-hmm, teenage boy mm-hmm. that it came from. Because, well, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't have been shocked if it was a teenage girl either. But it's the insecurity. Teenage boys, I think a lot of girls seem to forget that. Teenage boys also have a lot of pressure to look a certain way. And it's to yeah. become as manly and as quickly as possible. And I think they have a lot of pressure as well to attract girls, like as many girls as possible yeah. from a young age. And I think yes. a lot of guys become really insecure if exactly. they're not receiving that kind of attention. And if they don't have the kind of muscle mass that a grown man has. Oh, which yeah. is just impossible. You're 14, of course you're yeah, not going to have that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I think as well, a lot of girls and boys in school will be putting certain grown ass male celebrities on a pedestal yeah oh this is the best looking guy that i've ever seen oh this is the best looking and they're all obviously older they're all developed they all have a lot of muscle mass that they've worked on for years yeah the facial hair alive that long mm-hmm. like it's not possible for you yeah that's your that's your benchmark that mm-hmm. everyone's pushing on you i mean i i'm guilty of doing that when i was a teenager i wanted yeah. boys have six packs and like, and to be bruh, tall, to be tall. To be tall. You're not even. You've not even hit puberty yet. Give them a chance. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It is to true. Grow. I know, <laughs> but it's high school, and that's just what, yeah. It comes with the territory it when is. you're in a transitional period. Yes, no one's patient enough to to judge people on what they might become. We all we all want them to get there now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it a harsh help. world. It doesn't help with like you know how American shows will just cast twenty oh, two year olds to yeah. play teenagers. Can like, we stop doing that? Please? They really need to stop doing that. Vampire Diaries, the originals, everything actually, like literally everything. Nine oh two one oh. Even Euphoria, Euphoria. But I think well, like yeah, Alexa, you know, yeah, Alexa yeah. Demi is like thirty years old, isn't she? Yeah, and she's got a womanly body. Same with um Sydney. I forgot her name. Sydney, who plays oh, the blonde woman. Yeah. Um. Again amazing thing are beautiful girls but they're women they're women yeah it's not representative and if you're a teenager and you, you're looking at them and you're like oh my god why don't i look like that mm. it's because you still need to wait another like 10 years yeah <laughs> literally at the same time though i do think euphoria has been sort of swept up by the wrong age group oh yeah yeah that's true so maybe that's not helping the fact that because euphoria there's even the topics like it's the topics, the topics that are, are very adult exactly like 
you know, partly it is about aesthetic because the director obviously puts a lot of emphasis on the aesthetic of the show um, for cinematic reasons. And I think, you know, when you're older, you can appreciate the re- the different choices he's made, mm-hmm. you know, in sometimes over-sexualizing Cassie. There's a reason for that. It's not just to make her look sexy. Like it's yeah. her whole character arc is developed around her, her, sex- her, her sexualization. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's, that's part and parcel of that. Um, and obviously you can't do that with teenage actors. Um, yeah. And it's kind of more, I think, focused on the people that have been through high school because they can look back and look at the show and the story in more of an analytical way rather than questioning whether that's how things should be. It's like, no, we know exactly how that goes. We've been there. Um, and every sort of scene you can look back and and be a bit more critical about it. I don't think it's really that possible to do that at 17 mm-hmm. if i was to watch euphoria at 17 like i watched skins i was kind of jealous of some of the people yeah in skins um and when i've watched it as an adult i've been like no that's quite unhealthy and that's obviously because they're insecure and blah 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 um so i've been able to conclude that as an adult that and i wasn't able to see that as a child because that's what you are mm-hmm. um because i was still going through it and i hadn't yeah. even been through certain experiences that actually opened my eyes to the fact that certain things like the oversexualization of girls in schools are very real and when i've looked back that definitely happened to me yeah um and it didn't feel good and you are you do sort of feel inclined to almost play up to the sexualization that guys are putting on you because that's the only attention that you're getting so maybe you should be grateful for it yeah Um, so i could watch euphoria with that perspective because it it had already happened to me but if i'm watching it and it's happening to me it's, it, i can maybe think exactly see girls get attention and i almost think yeah. that it's actually encouraging that behavior when it's yeah or normalizing it as well exactly so i i do think that it's not for it's not for audiences that are in high school that's the point yeah it is rated 18 yeah so i don't yeah mm. but anyway i digress yeah <laughs> but it, if you haven't watched euphoria what are you doing? Oh, get watch it. it. Get watching it. On, oh you'll my be addicted. Gosh. So good. But it's, a, it's a while to wait until the third season. Oh so. my God, Zendaya, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more than the TikToks. Let me tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you that. Very There's a intense, real story there. Very intense. Very um, but yeah, I think that that also, it definitely does encapsulate the, the aesthetics of a generation. Euphoria is an entire aesthetic in its own. Oh yeah, it's inspired like so many different um like trends yeah trends a hundred percent um and that's amazing to see a show have that kind of impact but obviously naturally the way human beings work sometimes it can be in the wrong way yeah and it can make things toxic and all of a sudden people are what was that tiktok trend that was like um when you forget you go to a euphoria high school and people would walk in in their normal school clothes and they'd walk out and then walk back in like the skimpiest dress ever. Oh, and yeah. And it's like, oh God, that's not, I don't think that was the intention of the show. Like the show is about a drug addict. That's the the pinnacle of the show. Yeah, and, it, and it's a show. So it's a lot of it is like- in theatrical. Th- yeah, it's theatrical. Yeah. And a lot of it is fantasy and not Exactly, realistic. but again, we're adults. We can see that. We can differentiate yeah. that from reality yeah but you get people that really romanticize everything they say and sort of try and emulate that in real life mm-hmm. and yeah. it's a bit oh, please don't yeah. um but yeah those aesthetics have definitely and again like we were saying the fact that there are grown women and grown men playing teenagers 
can then make teenagers look at themselves and go, God, I'm not there yet. Like, what am I, I doing wrong? See, that's the thing. Like, when you're young, you want to look older. You want to mm. be like the the people that you see on TV. Yeah. And looking really cool and stuff. But then yeah. when you're older, you're like, oh my God, I wish I was young again. <laughs> and it's like this constant battle of like, when are you actually going to be happy then? At what age yeah. are you actually going to be satisfied Stop, like you're with the age your, that you're at? Wishing yourself away. Yeah. Yeah. When you're, yeah. I feel like if you're constantly thinking about the future or you're constantly thinking about the past, you just mm-hmm. not think about the present. Oh, can, we be, <laughs> can we be in so philosophical? <laughs> what about the present? <laughs> I said what I said. Exactly. You gotta live in the <laughs> moment, people. <laughs> oh, but I think to conclude, the aesthetic of our generation It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. There's definitely clicks. There's yeah. different kinds of trends going yeah. on. And it it is interesting to witness it all happening as well. Mm. Like the Y two K trends, like mm-hmm. being a part of it as well, the yeah, the clean girl look. Hundred percent. Massive part of it is shows like Love Island. Obviously. Yeah. Love Love Island won't lie <laughs> you know love max <laughs> hi max <laughs> you right um and we're not blaming love island per se mm. if it wasn't love island it would be something else to yeah. be honest it was big brother before that yeah and then influences are a big thing in our society in our current day and age like exactly. our parents gen- generation didn't grow up with influencers they grew up with yeah, like models and famous people exactly celebrities exactly now it's like influencers are almost like a different level as well because they're kind of like us mm. but at the same time they are a little bit higher up a bit yeah more like unattainable you bump into influencers in the shops yeah. you bump into them on a night out you you may, might live in the same building as them do you know what i mean so it, yeah. it makes you feel like okay they're right there they're accessible to me their yeah. lifestyle is accessible like to i me. can be like them yeah i could do the exact same things if they're doing it why can't i you know she's not Jennifer yeah. Lopez she's not Cameron Diaz yeah. like, I can do it exactly because when you see like a model or a celebrity and they're on TV they're in a magazine you're like ah it's a bit of a write-off because you're yeah. like they're living that life they were made for that they were born into that yeah, they were that's whatever Hollywood. that's Hollywood yeah yeah, yeah yeah but then when you see yeah you so have to yourself more at Love Islander or someone that is an influencer on Instagram or a TikToker. Yeah. Um, having a certain look, getting fillers, you know, doing certain, tr- like following certain trends. You, you're like, maybe I should do that. I, I've seen I've seen it quite a lot. Um, maybe I should just adhere or conform. Or... Yeah, it's true, it's true. Mm, and, and yeah. you know, sometimes I do look at a trend and I'm like, yeah, love that. I'll yeah. I'll that right. Yeah, <laughs> same, same. 100%. <laughs> um, but... I think a lot of the time it is so important to try and keep a clear head and ask yourself, but do you actually want to look like that? Yeah. Do you actually have that insecurity? Exactly. Do you care? Yeah. Or are you just trying to keep up? Exactly. And are you actually doing it for yourself or just for the trends? Just to exactly. fit in? Yeah. Exactly. You've got to find your own voice and yeah. like your own identity. Yeah. But I think people spend their lives doing that. So I know. At the end of the day, it's, Something that I think most people are still pretty clueless about, like, but yeah. But anyways, so I think we'll end it there. That was episode two of season two. We're back. <laughs> We're better. We've got a light box. We've got a new microphone. It's really hot in here because of the light. <laughs> the light is really warm. It is really warm. But yum. yum. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. were drinking cocktails this entire episode. We were insane. Lovely stuff. <laughs>
I mean, Cheers. barely a cocktail, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Um, want to finish this one off with just asking maybe you guys at home, um, what kind of trends do you think that we maybe missed out? Yeah. What trends have you seen that have made you go, whoa, exactly. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. And how do you feel about cosmetic procedures? Mm-hmm. Which ones would you get and which ones would you not get? Yes. <laughs> yes. We will Let make a little post on social media. Yeah. Think, and Instagram. also we've got a Twitter now, underscore absolute clueless. We couldn't mm-hmm. fit in the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, really annoying. <laughs> Why is that a limit? But whatever. Anyway, we won't I'm get into <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube too. Yes, this will be up available for you to watch the entire thing on YouTube. Yeah. So please go watch that. You can see us live in action, sipping away. Yeah. Um. And until next time. Yeah. Remember that it's, it's okay, okay to, to be clueless. Love you. <laughs> bye. 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 So warm and <laughs>